0: Hello there, everyone. This is Nurse Mo. And I am so excited that you're back here with me on the Straight A Nursing Podcast. This is episode 144. And today we're talking about burnout, some of the signs of burnout and what you can do to help combat it. Before we dive into that, though, I do want to take a moment. I love sharing the listener shout out for all of you that take the time to review the podcast and send me your feedback. So this listener shout out goes out to Mindy, who says, your podcast gave me the confidence to stop wasting my time with courses that aren't nursing related. I have officially signed on with the trauma to hospital as a nursing assistant, and I'm ready to rock school. I'm halfway through prerequisites, but I have confidence. Thanks to Straighty nursing. You will be my rock as I make my way through it all. Thanks nurse Mo for all you do to help us all out. You are a wonderful and thoughtful educator and I'm grateful I found your podcast. Mindy, no one is more grateful than I am. So thank you for taking the time to not only listen to the podcast, but also write and tell me how much it means to you. So if you are interested in being on the listener shout out, all you got to do is send us in a review wherever you get your podcast fix. And if you're not getting the Straight Nursing Nursing podcast like magic every Thursday morning, that's because you haven't subscribed yet, y'all. So just go on there to wherever you get podcasts, hit that subscribe button, and you'll get your episodes like magic every single Thursday. So I've been getting a lot of messages, seeing a lot of chatter in my Facebook group about students who are really struggling with burnout, kind of hitting that wall, and not feeling like they have the will, motivation, or sometimes even the desire to continue with nursing school, even though they still really want to be a nurse getting to through school, especially when you hit that burnout wall can be really, really challenging. So I wanted to talk about it here today and hopefully give you some permission to feel frustrations with nursing school, but also some ways that you could perhaps combat that feeling of burnout so that you can get through your program because news flash, you guys, nursing school completely temporary. Okay. All right. So Let's talk about recognizing burnout and what we're going to do about it. So, burnout, definitely, you hear people talk about it in the occupational setting. It's not just something that nurses deal with on the job. Students definitely can and do experience it as well. If you're burning out as a student, the problem with that is that you might not have really good coping mechanisms for burnout in place. And the risk for you burning out on the job, goes up even more. A lot of things about the job are vastly more difficult than nursing school. I hate to break it to you, even though nursing school is temporary. It's not like your life at work is going to be easier than nursing school. In many, many ways, it's going to be vastly more difficult. The upside is that, you know, a lot of nurses don't work 24 hours, seven days a week, like you do with nursing school. So you do get those breaks. But if you're burning out as a student and you're not coping well, high risk for you burning out on the job. I don't want that for you either. So let's first talk about why you might be experiencing burnout. I want you to know that these feelings are normal. They are valid. They are real. And with that, maybe give yourself a little bit of permission to feel some frustrations with nursing school, okay? Um, I don't want you to think that you're the only one feeling this, that there's something wrong with you because you're feeling this way. Absolutely not. So the first reason I would say nursing students experience burnout is that, yes, it is academically very, very challenging. There are are a vast amount of exams, uh, very rigorous exams, a ton of information to learn. It's just a lot. It can be really overwhelming from an academic standpoint. And it's challenging for a reason. I do see students sometimes, you know, I'm in a lot of Facebook groups for nursing students because I like to kind of keep an eye on what you guys are struggling with and what you're needing help with and where you are. And I occasionally will come across students who just don't understand why nursing school is so academically challenging. And the reason is because A, you have to pass a really hard test at the end of it, your NCLEX, and B, people's lives are in your hands. So yes, it should be academically challenging. I do think there are instances where professors make it more cumbersome than it needs to be, Um, maybe not focusing in on the must know most important information and putting in way too much fluff. Yes, that does happen. But nursing school is hard for a reason. And it's because of the immense responsibility that you will hold in your hands. And also because that really hard test that you have to take at the end. So just accept the fact that it's hard and it's going to stay hard. Okay. Next, the schedule is absolutely relentless. I was trying to think of the best word to describe the schedule and relentless was the word that just kept coming to mind because it doesn't stop. It doesn't give up. As soon as you finish one task or one exam or one project, guess what? Chances are you've got five more to, to do. So the schedule is absolutely Relentless. Many students will go weeks without having a free moment. And I remember those times, you guys. I would look at my schedule because, you know, I'm a scheduler and I would look at my schedule and I would think, okay, if I can just get to this date, and I would find a date on my calendar where I had like a small break. And by small break, I mean, maybe half a day where I could just take a breather. And I would just be like, okay, eyes on that prize, eyes on that prize, I'm just going to get to that date. And I would go weeks, I went weeks without months, even without going to the grocery store, because my schedule was so relentless. Over time, this relentless, challenging, ongoing schedule is emotionally exhausting. It's physically exhausting, and it's mentally draining. So that's a huge reason why students could have burnout. Another reason is that there's a lot of pressure, a lot of very intense pressure to perform at a very, very high level. Okay, so it's not enough that you've got exams every week and projects every week and papers every week and quizzes every week and skills checkoffs and clinical and care plans. That in and of itself is a lot of pressure, but you have to do all of those things exceedingly well. Nursing school grading scales are brutal, you guys, absolutely brutal, with many, many schools considering any grade below like a 77% or even an 80% as failing. In my graduate program, 83% was failing. So there you have it. The result is every single thing that you do, every project, every exam, every quiz, every assessment of any kind has an enormous weight to it. There's an enormous amount of pressure to constantly be performing at that very, very high level. So that is a great reason and a super valid reason why a nursing student would be experiencing burnout. Another one is online learning really can add to the stress for some students. They love it. They thrive in that environment. They they learn best that way. They learn best in a self-paced environment, but for most students, I would say It's harder, and it can definitely add to that stress. They could have feelings of isolation, um, more frustration with that format of education, perceptions of feeling inadequate, feeling like they're teaching themselves, feeling like they don't know anything, like they're missing out on learning valuable skills and having that one-on-one instructor interaction. Yeah, that can make you feel really burnt out, really frustrated. I get it. Incivility in the clinical setting can be really, really a big problem for students. And I'm talking about, um, you know, you're going to clinical and you're so excited because clinical is where it's at, right? Clinical is where the rubber meets the road. You're going to get your hands on some patients and you can't not wait. And then you get to clinical and guess what? There's no balloons and streamers welcoming you to your first day of clinical. Uh, maybe the nurses ignore you. Maybe some of them are downright hostile and rude. Like this totally happened to me, you guys. I I tell this story once in a while. I was so excited about second semester clinicals. Because first semester clinicals, I spent like the good, you know, first half of that semester feeling like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm a fish out of water, which is totally normal, by the way. Um, And it took a while to get my stride, to get my, you know, get some skills under my belt, to get a little more confidence with the things that I was doing. So I was super excited about second semester clinicals and Walking into the hospital with my friend, and it's super early, and all the you know nurses are coming in, and of course we're in our student uniforms, which were so dorky, you guys. Um, don't, why can't nursing school uniforms? I think now they're better. Most of the time now it's it's just scrubs, but we wore white pants and forest green polo shirts with our school logo on them, and I always felt like a massive dork. And I do not look good in polo shirts. I at all like I don't own a polo shirt, like you know, those short sleeved um, shirts with the collar. I I do not look good in those at all. And I felt just ugly. And like I really stood out and inadequate. But anyway, that was just me. Um, A lot of people looked absolutely fine in our school uniform, but I always felt really awful in that. And when I feel like I look good, then I definitely have more confidence. But anyway, that's a whole other topic. The short version here before I go down a road is that I'm feeling good. Okay. I'm feeling the best I possibly can. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. And I remember this distinctly. I will never forget. We're walking up the steps into the big main entrance, and I see these other people walking up and they're wearing scrubs. So clearly, you know, they're probably nurses. And one of the women in the snarkiest voice says, Here come the students. And it just popped my balloon. I mean, I was deflated. I was self-conscious. I was hurt. I was not excited about clinical anymore. And I will never forget that. So don't be that person that does that. Like she went out of her way. Like she could have said nothing and spent zero calories. She went out of her way to make us feel small. And I will never forget that. So don't be that nurse when you're out there in the clinical setting. But that incivility in the clinical setting, and that was a small thing. Like, I never saw her again. All the other nurses that I worked with were great. It was a small thing. And it had a really big impact on me. There's, um, you know, I hear from students all the time that they are matched with the nurse. You know, you go to clinical and you're working with the nurse who clearly doesn't want to have anything to do with you, won't answer your questions, won't show you anything. That's frustrating as heck, because this is where you're supposed to be learning. And that can greatly, greatly contribute to burnout. And then the other thing is lack of support from your family, from your friends, like nursing school is super demanding. It's super intense, right? And if you don't have support of your family, your friends, your spouse, this can be really demoralizing and leads to a lot of feelings of isolation, loneliness, and even despair. So those are kind of the main reasons why a student might experience burnout. You know, there's financial reasons as well. Nursing school can be expensive. Maybe you're not working, so that contributes. So, there's a lot of things that could contribute to burnout in nursing school. So, if you're feeling burnout or you're feeling like you're on your way to that, I get it. You're not alone. Let's see if we can come up with a few ways that you can combat this so that I'm not saying you're not going to be frustrated, you're not going to be stressed, but maybe you won't completely burn out. So what are some of the signs that you could be experiencing burnout? Okay, so this would apply if you're in nursing school, or maybe you're a nurse working on the job. The signs are kind of universal for this. So Something to really pay attention to you guys, and you have to have some self-reflection with this, and being self-aware really comes into play. So ask yourself these questions, okay? And I want you to, if you're sitting at a desk or somewhere where you can jot down, um, your answers, great. If not, just kind of keep them in your mind. If you're driving, please do not write anything down. So first question, are you impatient, and or irritable with your classmates, with your family, with your friends, with your patients in the hospital. Um, I notice it when I'm driving. If I'm especially irritable with people driving, which is so dumb, like I can't control how other people drive, right? I can only control my response to how the people are driving. I find that if I'm super irritated at everything everybody else does... Something's going on, right? Um, The other thing that I find I get super irritable with is when people walk slow. Like, why do I care? If people are walking slow in front of me, just go around them. But like I have cues, right? Like those are my two cues. Being irritable with complete strangers is kind of my, womp, womp, womp. something's going on, Mo, you need to check yourself. So think about that. Are you impatient? Are you irritable with, with people, um, people you know and like, or even with complete strangers that really have done nothing wrong? Next question. Do you feel like you just do not have enough energy or motivation to continue? So that could be a sign like I hear students all the time. I don't know how I'm going to get through this program. I have no motivation. I don't have any energy to even do my assignments. Okay, that's severe burnout right there, you guys. Next question. Are you feeling like even though you have accomplishments, you're not as satisfied by them. Maybe you get some good feedback from your clinical professor and you're just kind of like, okay, you know, where ordinarily you'd be over the moon if your clinical professor said, hey, great way to handle that patient whose oxygen level was dropping. You'd probably go on Instagram and shout it from the rooftops like, oh my God, I did a real nurse thing today. But if you're not feeling satisfaction from your accomplishments, whether it's clinical, exams, skills lab, you wrote a great paper, whatever, that could be a sign that you're experiencing some burnout. Do you no longer care about your grades or your job performance? Kind of dovetails with that one. Um, Maybe you're not doing so well and you're just like, don't care. Doing the bare minimum to pass. That might be a sign that you are experiencing some burnout. And I'm not saying that C's don't get degrees, you guys, because they do. And I talk about this all the time. But are you putting forth your best effort? If you're putting forth your best effort, you're studying, you know the material, you're doing a great job, but you still get a C, great, fan flipping fantastic! You are learning, you are achieving, you are driven, you are motivated. But if you're not really studying, putting in halfway effort, you know, just phoning it in, your patients deserve better than that. So if you're doing that just to barely get by, your patients deserve better. I want you to think about that. Okay, you are likely burning out. And it's not only to the detriment of yourself, your future patients could possibly pay for that. How about this one? Are you overly critical of your nursing program? Your instructors, your job, if you're in the job setting, like Overly critical? Are you constantly looking for things to criticize? That could be a sign that you're burning out. And I'm not saying that every nursing program is perfect. Yes, there's definitely unorganized programs, um, poor communication, things like that. Those are normal things to be critical of. I'm talking about that overly critical um, observation. What about this one? Are you having difficulty focusing on your work? or motivating yourself to get started on assignments or projects. So if you're really just not able to muster the energy to get going on that care plan, or even, um, you know, review your notes or study for an exam, this is a sign that you, my friend, could be experiencing some burnout. What about if you're missing deadlines, or procrastinating so much that now you're staying up all night to study, or you're staying up all night to write a paper or finish a care plan? That's bad because it's uh, not going to help your situation. It's going to actually make your stress and your burnout worse. So if you're doing that, definitely want to pay attention to that, you guys. Are you experiencing a sudden change in your sleep habits? Maybe you're sleeping way more than usual or way, way, way less. Do you have insomnia or are you oversleeping? This can be a sign that you're you're just the stress has gotten to a point where you cannot cope. Your body is done dealing with the stress. So you're either going to just sleep all the time or you can't sleep because the stress is overwhelming. How about this one? Do you feel resentful of the demands of your nursing program or the demands of your job and, you know, like resentful of the demands that it places on your time? It's totally normal to miss your life. Yes, nursing school does have a tendency to drastically change your day-to-day life. It's totally fine and okay to miss that carefree person that you were before nursing school started. I promise you can get back to that, okay? You just might have to wait till summer break. But if you're actively resentful of it, like angry of it, that's a sign that burnout is happening. Do you blame nursing school or your job if you're working for everything that's lacking or going wrong in your life? And if you find yourself doing that, it's really helpful to kind of look at like the thing that you're blaming the problem that you're blaming nursing school for, and think, is it really because of nursing school? Or is it because I just didn't plan well. And that's why I had to stay up all night and finish my care plan and why I was super uh, cranky in the morning and got in a fight with my spouse. Like maybe it's more my management of nursing school and not nursing school itself. Are you having physiological symptoms, stomach upset, headaches, things like that that are outside of your normal experience. Sometimes burnout presents itself physically. So notice that. And then the last one I have is, are you turning to alcohol, drugs, or even overeating to cope with your negative feelings. So any of those things would be considered poor coping mechanisms. And if you're using those, you know, I love me a glass of wine, you guys. I'm not saying don't have a glass of wine, especially a lovely Sauvignon Blanc from New Zealand. I'm all about that. Or a beautiful Pinot Noir from the Sonoma Coast of California. If you're into wine, definitely check those out. But if you're turning to these things, alcohol, even a great Sauvignon Blanc, um, to cope To cope with your negative feelings, that's not good, okay? Um, If you're overeating to feel um, better, that's not good. If you're using drugs, definitely not good either. So those are all like some questions you can review and ask yourself and think, oh, wow, those checked a lot of things. Like I checked a lot of those on my list and now I think, yeah, I think the feelings I'm having are actually burnout. So what are we going to do about it? How can we prevent it? Like maybe you saw yourself kind of heading towards a lot of those. So maybe you're not at burnout yet, but you think if I don't change something, I'm kind of land there. Or maybe you're firmly there and you got to dig yourself up out of that. So one of the first things that I would say is, Hopefully your nursing program, if you're experiencing burnout and you're in one of those accelerated programs where you get zero breaks, it's, it is going to be harder to dig yourself out of that hole. If you are on more of a traditional schedule where you get at least, you know, a week and in the summer, oh my gosh, like 10 weeks off. Oh, so great. I don't think I could have gotten through nursing school without those periodic breaks. They absolutely saved me. So Just know and just remind yourself that there is a break coming for those of you in accelerated year round programs, you know, it might just be a weekend, you have to like, have that in your mind that something's coming, and it's going to be some relief. So first thing, mark on your calendar that you have got a break coming up and know, tell yourself, I can make it. To this next break. Okay, eyes on the prize, you guys. And it might be graduation if you're almost done with school. Definitely, you want to get a handle on your schedule. And I talk about this so much, you guys. I feel like a broken record, but it is vastly important. If you don't master your schedule, nursing school is going to completely control you. You're going to be reacting, you're not going to be proactive, and you're going to always feel like you're on this constant hamster wheel of projects to do, assignments to complete, care plans to write, skills labs to go to, exams to study for, exams to take, simulation labs to attend, online modules to do, clinicals to prep for, clinicals to go to, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it's relentless, right? We talked about that earlier. The schedule is really relentless. So when you take some time to plan out your schedule, and I'm talking about using a system, whether it's writing it down in a paper planner, getting really organized with your Google calendar, whatever it is, then you become the master of that schedule. And this can really help you get a sense of control and make you feel like you can make some time for the things in your life that are not related to school. Because if school is 100% of your life, burnout's going to be really hard to avoid. I'm not saying that nursing school isn't 90% of your life, because that's probably pretty accurate. 80 to 90% of your life should and probably will be nursing school. But you got to have a little bit that's just for you. And how you get there is by starting with planning out your schedule, getting a handle on that. Okay. Avoid procrastinating you guys. So if you are a massive procrastinator, and you think I work better under pressure, please stop. Can you please just stop? you might do great under pressure, but it's crushing you. Okay, if you're staying up till three in the morning to write a paper under pressure, that's too much stress, you guys, you need your rest, you need your sleep. So if you're planning out your schedule, and you're doing it very thoughtfully, you can avoid procrastinating, you can avoid doing things at the last minute, you can avoid studying for an exam at the last minute. So As you're planning out your schedule, look objectively at how long a project is going to take. Look objectively at how much time you have to study for an exam and plan those things out. Think about it. If you've studied for an exam, let's say you've studied for the past five days for two hours every day for an exam. Think how that feels versus studying for a 10-hour stretch overnight the night before. How are you going to feel walking into that test versus, um, you know, the five day plan versus the overnight plan? I guarantee you walking in, having studied a little bit every day for five days, you're going to be more calm. You're going to be more confident. You're going to be way more familiar with the material and you're going to do better on that test. So procrastination, even for those of you that think you thrive under pressure, the reason you're thriving under the pressure is it's your fight or flight response, your sympathetic nervous system is in overdrive. That's not healthy. That's not good for you. Okay. I want you to also make sure that you're planning some time off. Say what? Yes, you're not doing nursing school 100% of the time, you guys. And I know it's hard, especially if you've got kids, especially if you have a job and you have kids. I know it's hard to plan anything like that, but plan some time off. All work and no play makes for a burnt out nursing student. So as you're planning out your schedule, make sure you are incorporating things that bring you joy, things like hobbies, things like watching funny movies. I love watching The Office. (laughs) I've probably seen that series. I can't even count because I watch it all the way through. And then after I get to the end, I start over with the pilot and watch it again. And I'm not saying I sit down and watch it, but it's like on in the background when I'm doing like other random things here and there, or at the end of the day, I'll put it on. I like having that funny laughter thing in my life because it relieves stress. So maybe sitting down and watching an episode of The Office or Parks and Rec or whatever you young kids are watching these days. Can you plan 30 minutes to do that once a day? I bet you can. Okay. Walking the dog, getting outside in nature, that's great. Connecting with pets, connecting with people, connecting with friends, connecting with your kids, playing with them. Those are all things that are taking time for you. It's kind of like playtime, enjoyable time. It's time off. Plan for it. Put it in your schedule and you will make it happen. The other thing I would say is socialize. Definitely want to socialize with your friends and family that are not nursing students. Okay. Um, Reaching out, socializing with your nursing school friends definitely is beneficial because those people know what you're going through, you can do some healthy venting, even some healthy problem solving together, laugh about things, um, celebrate your successes and your wins with those people that get it that know what you're going through. And that's great. And I definitely want you to do that. But I also really want you to spend some time with people that aren't in nursing school. Um, I guarantee you when you're hanging out with your nursing school friends, you're talking about school. But when you're hanging out with your, your mom or your kids or your old college roommate or your spouse or whoever, you're probably going to talk about something else. And that is crucial. You have to remember that you are a person outside of nursing school, that you have a life outside of nursing school, and that there's a big wide world out there that's not nursing school. Okay? So we're going to socialize with our family, our friends, and... Enjoy that connection. And then also socializing a bit, reaching out with our nursing school friends for that connection for those people that get it and that can, um, you know, be there as more of your support person when you really need someone who totally gets what you're going through. Okay. Next, you guys are going to find this to be super shocking, but exercise. Okay. Uh, You knew I was going to get to it, right? Exercise, highly, highly beneficial for reducing Stress. So, the American Heart Association suggests or recommends 150 minutes of moderate aerobic activity every week. Um, You know, maybe that is a brisk walk. And if you feel like I can't, I got to study. I got to study, Nurse Mo. How am I supposed to spend 150 minutes walking? Here's what you do you can listen to my podcast on topics that you're reviewing for school, or can you record? if your instructors let you record your lectures, which not all do, but if they do, can you record it and then listen to it later? Or if it's a recorded lecture, you know, like a, you know, asynchronous online lecture? Can you listen to that while you're out walking? Can you read through your notes and then listen to yourself talking through them and go for that brisk walk? Get outside, get on your um, stationary bike and listen. Um, Take the dog out. Do whatever those things are. Exercise, really, really, really important. Maybe for you, it's yoga. Whatever it is, doing some kind of exercise is so beneficial in a lot of ways. It reduces stress physically, but it also reminds you that you can and will do nice things for yourself that you do matter. Also if you can get outside while you're doing this bonus sunlight, fresh air, just being in nature great 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 antidotes for stress. so maybe you just simply can sit out on your back lawn, back porch, whatever a balcony somewhere outside with your books and do some studying um, simply being outside while you're doing that or Take your daily exercise out there with you. Maybe you're taking a quick walk every night after dinner, and that's a time to connect with um, your friend or your spouse or your kids or, you know, whoever utilizing positive coping mechanisms will really help you guys. So earlier, we talked about negative coping mechanisms, you know, overeating, overusing alcohol, using drugs, things like that, not good coping mechanisms, but positive ones like meditation, maybe for you, it's prayer, deep breathing exercises. Again, um, Just physical activity, laughter, spending time with family and friends. Those are all positive coping mechanisms. What can you do that's positive? I also want you to take excellent care of yourself. I talk about this a lot. So I know it's super easy and I do this too, you guys. I'm not perfect at all. I was having a stressful day at work the other day and I bought a bag of Doritos. I don't ever eat that. Well, I'm not going to say not ever, but I cannot remember the last time I bought a bag of Doritos. <laughs> I try not to eat stuff like that, but I did. And I enjoyed every single crunch of that bag of Doritos. I was having a stressful day and it was a, not the best coping mechanism. But in the moment, I think it was what I needed. Uh, when I got home, though, I I think I watched a um, put my feet up, watched some Netflix and just erased away the day in that way. I think I got in the hot tub. Actually, that's probably what I did. That's how I relax afterward, get in the hot tub and just relax. Uh, but I want you to take really good care of yourselves. Eat good food. I know you want to reach for the Doritos. I know, but maybe reach for something good for you instead. I know you might want to th- think that you don't have time to meal prep, and you're going to reach for fast food. Try to reach for healthy things that are good for you. Eat good food, drink more water, Definitely drink more water than you do caffeine, okay? Up your intake of fresh foods, whole grains, vegetables, all those things. Limiting processed foods, limiting the Doritos, limiting the fast food. Take good care of yourself. And then I want you to reward yourself on the regular. So again, having something to look forward to, having something motivating at the end of the semester, at the end of an especially busy patch, Definitely want to reward yourself. You know, in the olden days <laughs> when we weren't shut down for global pandemic, for those of you listening to this podcast, you know, during all of that, I would go get a pedicure. That would be like my reward for getting through, you know, some really intense week at school or going to Starbucks and getting a peppermint mocha, like just little treats like that. And I realize that's not healthy. But once in a while, you do need a little bit of a treat. So find a way to reward yourself regularly. And then I want you to remember your why. You started this journey for a very clear reason, at least I really, really hope you did. And that shouldn't have changed by now. You still have that why. So remembering why you started can really help you stay motivated to finish, okay? Just because nursing school got hard doesn't mean your why changed. So think back and remember what that is. Another great thing to do to help prevent burnout or combat burnout is to unplug on a regular basis. So nursing school requires you to be sitting at your desk, your computer a lot, doing online research, doing online modules, a lot of that stuff. So if you can take some time every day to be unplugged, to be away from your phone, away from your laptop, away from your desk, Having electronics free time on the weekends, it's really good for you. It's so, so good for you guys. I want you to try it. And then I kind of want to hear back from you the impact that it has, because for me, this is a huge one. Just having some time where you're not plugged in is absolutely huge. And finally, the last thing is I want you to take a moment and think about your non- negotiables And those of you that have been in my Crucial Concepts Boot Camp or gone through my um, Organization for Nursing School workshop, we talk about these non-negotiables. So you know what I mean. So I want you to think about those things that help keep you balanced, help keep you healthy, help keep you motivated. Look at your schedule, decide what those things are that you are not giving up. Like I don't care what happens. I'm not giving up these things for nursing school because they are too important. They keep me balanced. They keep me healthy. They keep me motivated. And these things are your non-negotiables. So as you're planning out your schedule, remember, we're going to master our schedule. You're going to factor them in so that you can plan Accordingly. Again, this gives you that feeling of control over your life, over your schedule, over your destiny, over everything. And it really helps combat those feelings of resentment and out of controlness that contribute to burnout. So, will doing all of this, let's say you are turbo and you're going to do all of these things, is it going to make nursing school less of a struggle? No. Nursing school is always going to be challenging. And there are going to be times when you struggle, no matter what you do. And that's fine. That's perfectly okay. Again, nursing school is difficult for a reason. And that reason is the immense responsibility that you will carry as a nurse so no doing all of these things isn't going to suddenly make nursing school a breeze or walk in the park or any easier it's not going to change nursing school at all it is going to change you you will have better time management skills you will have more joy, you will have better health, you will have improved coping mechanisms to help you get through the difficult weeks, difficult months ahead, and you will come out on the other side stronger and more resilient than ever before. So, I want you guys to do a quick exercise before you get to the end of today, if you can. I want you to go to a website called futureme.org. And what this website does is it enables you to write a letter to your future self. And you can choose a specific date that you want this letter, it's an email sent to you. And I want you to write a letter to your future self to give yourself a pep talk to remind yourself of your why, to remind yourself of these coping mechanisms, whatever it is, and then pick a date in the future when you think, oh, I know I've got a really intense, um, you know, period coming up in about six weeks. I'm going to have that email delivered to me then, or I'm going to have that email delivered to me during finals week, or I'm going to have that email delivered to me right before next semester starts when I think, oh my gosh, can I do this? Do that And you can write yourself as many as you want and have them delivered whenever. And it's just a great way to hear from the person that matters the most. And that's you. So I want you guys to try that and know that you've totally got this. You can totally do this. And I, for one, completely, completely believe in you. So that's it for today, you guys. I will see you back here next week we will be diving into pharmacology, looking at ACE inhibitors. So I'll see you then. Bye for now. This podcast is brought to you by Straight A Nursing.